Markan and Therio find themselves on Eberus Station to track down Therio's old friend in person, searching for clues about the recent death of Brigadier General Valerio Demetrian. They cross the wide central causeway on Ring Hotel, which acts as a sort of main street for the district, allowing transporters of all kinds to quickly traverse the station. While JJ's mechanic shop is located all the way up on Ring Alpha, where the Hypatia Commission can be found, his apartment is all the way at the bottom of the station, much closer to the casinos and bars he likes to visit. You can recognize his house by the stacks of shot glasses he keeps in the window, stolen from a variety of bars all across the station as personal souvenirs. This is his place, here. JJ and I go way back. This'll probably go smoother if you let me talk to him. I am curious how you intend to get information from him. By asking? And if he is not forthcoming? Look, I may not have worked here for long, but that doesn't mean I'm inexperienced. Maybe he isn't home. He is home. I saw the light from his telemonitor as we walked up. Joseph Jekyll Javier Janou! It's me, an old pal, paying a visit. Not today, Lexi. Not feeling good. Lexi? Shh. <coughs> Let's catch up another time. I'll call you when I'm better. Come on, JJ. You're going to make me look bad in front of my new friend. I was telling him all about how you used to show me around the council shuttles. I, I told you, Earlier today, I'm my sick new friend and starts can't... throwing around all these wannabe know-it-all terms <laughs> like faux gravity reverse thrust. <laughs> I was like, whoa, hold on. This guy thinks he's a huge shuttle nerd! Hey. Tried to convince me that a Class A Leo could outrun a Phoenix C7 loaded at full capacity. Those Leos are the best shuttles made since Lyrvea left Earth, and no one can convince me of You think a Riken Leo can outrun a Phoenix? You smoking belter dust? The C7 I've, literally has twice the number of engines. Just because I, the Leo ran that ad campaign with the wormy song, no. you think their design is actually better? Because it goes faster, stronger, better, flyer? <laughs> You've never even flown a Riken shuttle, have you? Actually, no, he hasn't. I made all that up. <sighs> I hate you, kid. You know that? That's the basis for any good friendship. <sighs> Come in. So, I take it you're not here to talk about shuttles. Actually, yes. We're interested in just one. It blew up three days ago. I already told Lexi here over the phone. I don't know nothing about that. Oh, come on. You literally service the things. You've got to know something about why the engine would go No, out. really. I don't. If that's why you're here, you're wasting your time, okay? I've got you nothing and to I tell both you. We're members know. of the Gate Network Administration Intelligence Division. You're a part of an official investigation regarding the death of Brigadier General Valerio Demetrian. Your failure to cooperate may result in charges of obstruction of justice and will officially be noted in your files. Okay, wait, whoa. GNA? You guys, you're with the government pot? Long story, but... Seriously, you, at a desk job with the GNA? Do I look like I'm at a desk? Honestly, I don't understand why Paige... Please paid. understand how delicate your situation is at the moment. If you fail to comply, then we'll return with an arrest warrant and the Eberus Law Enforcement Division, and that is not to mention the potential for various levels of disruption of your personal life. What? Let's see here. You wake up at 7.15 every morning, but snooze the alarm twice before getting out of bed. At 7.40, you leave for work. 
and take the 748 lift to dock 12 to get your favorite coffee at the shop by the observation deck. Oat milk, espresso, one energy, energy shot. You're at work for most of the day, sometimes taking government shuttles for joyrides. But around dinner time, there's a gap in your schedule. You often go incognito when the sun goes down near the Las Flores apartments in Ring Golf. Who lives there that you visit an average of 5.8 days a week? Would your spouse be able to tell us? Or do they not know? Look, it's not that I don't want to be helpful, but I really... I really can't say anything. Because I don't know anything, you know? I'm not some kind of assassin, I swear. Therio, tell him I'm... I'm, I'm not. How much did they pay you? Nobody paid me. I, I can't. So wonderful. 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 Wonderful weekend. Thank you for your time, JJ. Lexi, we are leaving. Don't call me Lexi. I wait. Hold up. Bye, JJ. If you're gonna burn down one of my friendships, can we at least get something out of it? We got nothing from him. Shut. We cannot talk here. How the Reich did you know his entire schedule? Don't you need to put in some kind of request for that? I have to request info from other government agencies, yes. But we control the communications network, and the communications on his device told me all of that. Okay, so violate his privacy and threaten to tear his life apart. Why do all of that and then run away before he tells us anything? I am trying to not get that man killed. Did you see that look in his eye? That man would rather have his marriage fall apart than tell us what he knows. What does that tell you about what and who is behind this? They threatened him or his family. We made a mistake coming here. I underestimated the caliber of who we were dealing with. Who? Not here. His apartment is probably bugged. They know we're asking questions, digging into the assassination. And we all but told them who we are. Scheiße. As Marcan and Therio make their way back to their offices, taking a very indirect route. On the top side of Eberus Station, Commissioner Chemensky sits in his office late at night, working through his backlog of paperwork. He'd usually have his secretary do all of it. She has the cryptographic key to use his signature, but he needs to make some careful, small adjustments to the wording of these forms, which is something he's better off doing when nobody else is around. But it appears somebody else is around tonight. Chemensky looks at the security camera feed to see who it is. Come in. Gunther, you really need to sleep. It's impossible for someone to keep going as long as you are. Mm, I get a lot of impossible things done, even before breakfast. Sometimes up to six. Uh, oh, please. Well, uh, good thing you've shown up. I actually need to talk to you. Huh? What is it? We need Reynolds, the greasy opportunist here in Eberus Station, removed from the running. I see. Not killed, just removed. Who do you think I am? Some sort of hitman? I thought we knew each other better than this. I thought I'd suffer a bit of clarity. Hmm. Well, that's refreshing. Currently, it seems most likely that Duval is going to win. She has the support of a small majority, including the Beltas, who probably want her gone. People seem to find her direct approach to things, as you would say, refreshing. Huh. If we are going to have Washburn win in this race, we need to get the swing voters. And to do that, we need to get the third party position holder off the table. 
which means Reynolds needs to be discredited. Mm-hmm. And the uh, people who currently want Reynolds will come around for Washburn? Most likely, yes. We could pass around dirt? Exactly what I was thinking. What do you have on him? <laughs> well, it's no secret that Reynolds spends much of his time gambling on the Planet's casinos rather excessively. <sighs> Well, that may taint his view in the eye of the public. A personal flaw like that would never discredit him in the eyes of the commission members. They would still vote for him. They don't care about personal character. They care about whether or not they will toe the party line. Mm. So he needs to look bad to all of the uh, political elite. Let me see what else I have here. You just keep a file like that on you? A blackmail directory on your homepage? Ah, no, no, it's in the cloud. Ah, here's something. Since Reynolds has been positioned there, the crime rates on the outer planets have dropped exponentially. It's like his catchphrase, safety and surety, but... Alice has records here showing that Reynolds communicates frequently with several of the gang leaders. Seems like he's uh, stopping crime just by picking who gets to get away with it. If that leaks, I could point out that it looks like he's trying to entrench himself. Mm. And anybody trying to gather their own power always upsets you political types. <laughs> Very good, Chami. Look at us. Coming up with a good plan. Alice will be happy with this and we can get on rolling right away. And that will be the last piece I need to get Washburn appointed. Ah, glad it's going smoothly. Anything else on your mind? I believe that is all I have. Did you need something? Nah, just to check on how you're doing. Nothing bothering you? No, nothing at all. I don't know. I was just talking with Alice and she thought that maybe you're holding something back from me. Well, there... There is one thing that's been wearing on my mind. Ah, well, you can tell your friend. We care about you. I... I am moderately worried about a certain commissioner's family. Lefeuve is the name. I have this uncanny feeling about their daughter in particular. She was appointed to be a trade committee secretary and it is as if I've overlooked something. She's been too quiet, too good to be honest. And it bothers me just a little bit that I can't find anything they're trying to slip through. I can look into that for you, Chaminsky. Don't you worry about it. <sighs> Dankeschön, thank you. Believe me, it's probably not a big deal. I only have a slight worry. Mm, you don't have to keep secrets from me, you know. We're on the same team here. Well then, I'll be heading out. See you soon. As Chemensky rewards himself for that with a bottle of brandy, Colonel Duvall leaves the headquarters of the Consular Security Division. She told the regional management that she was off to go buy some personal items she neglected to bring with her. Which was a lie. She has never forgotten personal items anywhere she has ever gone. As soon as she's out of sight of the building, she finds a bench near the G-Ball fields and records a message for Captain Zarahaft of the CSD Excubador, her long-range support vessel, and the other half of her detachment. Captain, I wanted to inform you about a strange error at the CSD HQ today. 
Though I am now tied for being the highest-ranking officer around, along with Colonel Reynolds and Colonel Washburn, the staff all seem to defer to Washburn over Reynolds and I. That strikes me as strange, especially given Washburn's reputation in the force. What's more, there has been a disproportionate level of scrutiny paid to my handling of the belt. Not that they have any complaints, but that they have a long list of leading questions. Has every operation been appropriately logged? Has every operation been resolved to your satisfaction? What was the most irregular issue your people faced on an operation, and how did they handle it? I have no idea what they were fishing for. And while talking with Reynolds, he told me that they didn't ask him any of those questions. It's... I hate seeing the place descend even deeper into politics than the last time we were here. Regardless, I don't think we'll be here long. The commission is antsy to appoint a new CSD head, and between my inability to give the reviewers whatever answers they were looking for and the preferential treatment Washburn is getting, I think I'm not even in running for second place. But while we're still wasting time here, could you do a personal review of all of the operations the CSD have run in the last two years, system-wide? I'm curious if something happened with Reynolds or Washburn's people that they're nervous about repeating. And if you don't find anything there, just check all of our records again for anything surprising, incomplete, undocumented. Just in case they were hoping I had caught something I didn't. Next week, Markan brings Thurio into his world of powerful entities with deadly inclinations. Chemensky tries to get away with misdirecting his handler, and Duvall has a conversation that is not all that it seems. Until then, as you brave the void, good luck and Godspeed. Thank you for joining us for this first episode of Celestial Horizons Dissonant Echoes. Like Shattered Sleep before it, you'll be able to interact with and influence the outcome of the story, though our modes of interaction are a bit different this season. First, a choose-your-own-adventure-style video is up already, called Operation Valent Edge, where your decisions will determine how certain events in the story play out. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, that will only be available on our YouTube channel. More videos like it are on their way. The second way you can influence the story is by joining the Council of Eberus, a voting body with legitimate legislative authority and free reign to do whatever they want to do in the world of the story. This council is made of Patreon supporters. You can learn more about that council on our website or by checking us out at patreon.com slash celestial horizons. We've also put out a number of videos about it. Most of all, we want to thank Voidspond, our corporate overlord who made this possible, and John Parker and Anonymous, the armchair generals who approved these dangerous operations. This episode features music by Marcus Richardson and Nathan Young, with performances by Carl Ashby as Mark Han, Alex Farnsworth as the narrator, Jessica Gillick as Thurio, Orion Howard as Tremensky, Olivia Oki as Duval, and Nathan Young as Gunther. Additional voices by James Smith.